Quark is a Ferengi. The Ferengi are a civilization that is entirely based on the gospel of commerce and free enterprise and uh, greed and inquisitiveness for its own sake. They are, you know, space neoliberals. They don't take kindly to unionization. And uh, this episode involves Quark's brother, Rom, unionizing the bar. Something I'd say about this episode, and I think which I'd also say about the episode of Babylon 5 we watched, which was called Any Means Necessary, is that it's a little weird watching stuff like this now for two reasons. One, just that sadly, this kind of mid-budget to low-budget sci-fi show that's kind of weird and niche, then it builds its own whole universe and stuff. I don't think they really make shows like this anymore. I mean, the closest thing I can think of that's on TV today, you know, that's science fiction would be something like The Expanse, uh, which is a show that I uh, enjoy, though I haven't seen all of it. But that's got a, it's got a huge budget. So in many ways, I don't think it's analogous. But you're talking about something that's sort of outside of the cultural mainstream while also being adjacent to the cultural mainstream. Yeah, just, you know, it's I mean, this is a show that, you know, people watched these shows. They were hugely popular. But I mean, I'm pretty sure in the 90s, is if you, I mean, you know, you've seen the movie Trekkies, right? It's like, it is genuinely like a weird subculture. And I mean, yeah. some of the people involved in it are like actually like very, very strange people. Well, nowadays, Star Trek feels like it's part of the same ecosystem. It's just part of this but... whole mo- we just have its monoculture. Like, right. Subcultures still exist today, but they are genuinely cloistered sort of online niches. So that's mostly what they are. The middle has collapsed. And, you know, a lot of things, especially from the 90s, that were once considered kind of weird an outsider or just weren't really for everyone they've either died and gone away or they've been just sort of gentrified and now they're you know part of the culture so star trek obvious case study I believe there was just a Dungeons and Dragons movie. I mean, the examples abound. But there's a second point I want to make here before we say anything further. And I think this is an important one. I do think it's a little weird to watch, you know, episodes of TV like the Babylon 5 one and like this one of Deep Space Nine now and not find them a little bit preachy in the sense that, I mean, they are just kind of stories that happen within these universes that basically have pretty good politics and where there are, you know, scenes where, you know, uh, in this episode, you know, Rom gives rousing speeches, you know, are we going to take this lying down, blah, blah, blah. Cole Meany as Chief O'Brien, you know, gives Ram a pep talk about, you know, his Irish ancestor who led a coal strike in Pennsylvania at the turn of the uh, 20th century. And I just want to say, I think both of these would have viewed very differently in the 1990s when, uh, you know, history was over. Drink. It wasn't the case then, I don't think, that so much of culture was just concerned with making good points. And so I think it was actually part of the outsider charm of shows like this that like, yeah, uh, Max Grodenchik as Rom quotes the Communist Manifesto and stuff. There wasn't like epic rose emoji Twitter at the time where that kind of stuff was just like getting passed around constantly. Like these would have watched very differently is all I'm saying. And I didn't find them preachy. I enjoyed them both. But I'm just I'm just saying. 